many people are being exposed to DEI trainings that are very similar to the social justice curriculum I encountered in my graduate counseling program. And these DEI trainings tend to focus heavily on race and they can cause a lot of guilt and shame in trainees. And for people who have concerns or objections or, or criticisms of the material, and there are lots of reasons why you might, this can be very confusing and cause a lot of anxiety and um, it can be really intimidating to know how to or whether to challenge what you're being taught. And the reason it's so intimidating is that there is a, a, an automatic response baked into the ideology behind DEI that rejects your concerns um, on the basis of, of some flaw with you. So if you are a white person and you are raising concerns about how you're being taught to think about race, then it's because of your white fragility. And if you are a person who's not white and you have concerns about how they're teaching you to think about race, then it's because of your internalized white supremacy. So either way, there's some flaw in you that prevents you from accepting the truth that you're being told by, by this ideology or by your trainer. And um, this prevents you from engaging in a logical manner with the material. And there are a number of rhetorical fallacies being employed in order to dismiss your concerns. I want to talk about a couple of those, and then I want to talk a little bit about the logic behind the, the trainings on race and why I think that it, it falls apart on itself under examination. And so um, first, looking at rhetorical fallacies, just a couple. And if you can think of more of them, there are, I'm sure there are many, uh, and you want to add them in the comments below this video, I would love to read what you think because um, I just, these are just some of the really obvious ones that stand out for me. The first one is circular reasoning, circular argumentation. So that looks like um, in this case, uh, you're, you are objecting to this because of your white fragility. That says you object because people like you object. You object because white people are fragile and they object. Or if you are not white and you object, and you object because people like you object, because people like you have absorbed um, white supremacy and you're oppressing yourself. So it's again, you object because people like you object. And anytime you encounter something like that in an educational setting or in a training, that's a huge red flag because you're not able to, um, to uh, significantly or substantively discuss or examine the material in a logical manner. And, and that should just be a huge red flag. So the second um, major uh, rhetorical fallacy that stands out for me is the Kafka trap. And a Kafka trap is a rhetorical fallacy in which denial of something is taken as proof of that thing. So in this case, if they say you're a racist and you say, yes, I am, then you're a racist. But if you say, no, I'm not, then that means you're a racist. And, and that's actually the way that, that their, their material teaches you. So if you deny it, 
it's because you're so racist that you're denying it. So there's that's the, the Kafka trap being employed. And a another um, rhetorical fallacy here that that's a, in use here is the ad hominem attack, and that's one in which instead of if you raise an argument, instead of uh, responding to the content of your argument, the other party attacks something about your character. So in this case, uh, whatever your objection is, whatever your concern is, is dismissed and sidelined. And instead they just look at you and it's, it's because something's wrong with you. You're either white or you're internalized um, racist or, or white supremacist. So that's just three of probably many. Again, please feel free to add your thoughts in the comments. I'd love to read more of these, but um, I wanted to also just take a moment to look at the logic that underpins the DEI trainings on race. And I wrote an essay a little while back for Critical Therapy Antidote called The Future of Counseling is Racist, where I went into some of this. And if you'd like to read that, I'll link that below. I'm gonna draw from it a little bit here, um, but I, it, it's a longer essay if you're interested. So looking at um, what, what racism is and why it's harmful. And if we wanna just go on the conceptual level here. So racial discrimination could be looked at as the assumption or association of unwanted or negative stereotyped characteristics with a particular racial and, and or ethnic group and the subsequent prejudicial behavior against individuals based on those assumptions who are perceived to belong to that group. And the reason that it's harmful is that it's, or, the, or it's harmful for lots of reasons, but the reason that it's wrong is that it's unfair to apply stereotyped negative assumptions about behavior or characteristic to, characteristics to individuals based on demographic characteristics that are outside of their control. And uh, treating individuals differently based on those assumptions can create negative outcomes for the individuals that they've done nothing to deserve. So this is being experienced on, on the level of the individual. When racial discrimination is widespread in a culture, it can create negative impacts that are magnified and they, uh, they can have broad societal or intergenerational outcomes. And the many experiences of racism in a culture form social patterns that can and should be considered on a sociological level. But most importantly, each of those experiences, those harmful impacts, impact, they impact an individual who directly feels the negative outcome of racism or racial discrimination. So even at the group level, we're still talking about an aggregation of individual harms. And so the simple answer to why is racism wrong is that it's unfair for individuals to be persecuted for negative feelings other people may have about people who look like them or who they associate with them. And put another way, the essential reason why racism or racial discrimination is wrong is because it's anti-individualist. It values group identity over everything else that makes up a person. And so 
the DEI or, or critical social justice or critical race or whatever you want to call it, this, this ideology is essentially using the exact thing that it, it, it says it wants to, uh, it wants to fight. It, it employs those same methods in the addressing of the problem that it sees. It's, it's, I, I prefer to think of it more as applied demography. It's, it's demographic, um, it's sociology, but it's applied to the individual level. And so there are ways in which it makes sense to look at demographic patterns and so sociological patterns. It really does. It, and it's, it's important to address these things and to understand them and to have conversations about the context from which different people uh, different people come if you and to use one of their favorite words if you live in a multicultural society which we do it it makes sense to understand the different contexts from which other people around you um, may come and to have conversations about those things but what doesn't make sense is this distillation of the the group aggregate back down to the individual and this treatment of the individual as a representative of that group and even though DEI explicitly tells you that that's not what they're doing, that is exactly what they're doing. That is exactly what they're doing. So the antidote to racial discrimination is not more racial discrimination, but recognition of the value of the individual. And so uh, as far as I see it, um, the DEI framework falls apart logically because if the harm of racial discrimination is experienced on the individual level and groups are just aggregates of individuals, but DEI says that individuals don't matter, then what is it that they're seeking to address? I think they're throwing the baby out with the bathwater, in my opinion. And I would love to see your thoughts. So if you want to share any thoughts or responses or or um, or add to the list of rhetorical fallacies, please feel free to comment. And thanks very much for watching.